0: Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten by Dell Technologies. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about the growing need for federal agencies to accommodate computing and storage at the edge of their networks. Here to discuss that are two experts, one from government and one from the technology industry, to explore why this development requires increased attention and how agencies are already taking steps to capitalize on edge computing. Our first guest, is Dr. Ed Mays, Executive Director, Enterprise Data Management and Engineering Directorate in the Office of Information Technology at U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Ed's office supports one of the world's largest law enforcement organizations with responsibility for protecting the nation's borders while facilitating lawful international travel and trade. Ed has served in a variety of leadership roles in the Marine Corps Systems Command with more than two decades of logistics and support experience. Ed, thanks for joining us and welcome to the program.
1: Well, thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. And also joining us today is John
0: Garrett, Senior Director, Federal Civilian Agencies for Dell Technologies Federal, responsible for the full portfolio of enterprise systems, software and services, and client solutions at Dell. John is also active on a number of advisory public sector and homeland security advisory boards. John, thank you for joining us as well, and welcome to the program.
2: Thanks for having me, Wyatt.
0: Well, federal agencies are facing a growing need to accommodate computing and storage on the edge of their networks. That need is growing more complex as agencies continue to adopt cloud services and operate across multiple cloud and on-premises IT environments. John, let's start by asking you to briefly describe what distinguishes computing at the edge versus inside a data center or in the cloud, and why is it becoming more important for organizations to plan for?
2: My short description of what the edge is, is edge computing facilitates data processing at or near the source of data generation. Unlike data centers, the key distinction of the edge is its location and its connectivity. It enables analysis of those data from those sensors and other endpoint sources at the edge. I'll give you a couple quick examples. In the healthcare space, uh, rapid testing of COVID-19, there's some AI built into some things that we're doing there, and it happens right there on the spot in a matter of seconds got oem devices x-ray devices medical imaging mris kind of things and a 5g tower for example there's a lot of processing that happens on site at the tower it's just too far of a connection to run to a data center and back kinetic platforms such as planes rockets automobiles one you might not think of we do a lot of work with the tribes around gaming you know a slot machine that is computing at the edge and then you know another customer remote sensing earthquakes and landslides those sensors that sit remote. And then, close probably to Ed's heart, is information, surveillance, and reconnaissance. Whether that is a fixed camera, a truck with a boom in the back, a drone, it could be a rotary platform, you know, most of that processing happens at the edge. You know, it's important because as we get more and more of these embedded devices out there and the possibilities of what AI is capable of are expanding, you have no choice but to do the compute at the edge. It's just the latency between the data center or the cloud back to the device to do real-time analysis just isn't there. It's just going to mean creating solutions for each agency's unique challenges. And Dell Technologies help provide infrastructure and AI supporting solutions that allow agencies to derive usable insights from the edge.
0: And before we hear about your experience with computing on the edge, briefly describe the breadth and scope of CBP's digital operations.
1: Well, I think you've done a really good job of introing CBP, but I will tell you that we have an enormous mission, everything from securing our nation's borders to safe travel and supporting the commerce of our nation. And with that, looking at, you know, like our ACE program, looking at how much equipment and how much commerce is coming into our country every year and every day, we process about $11.1 billion of commerce daily through our a system to the tune of about 2.4 trillion or more annually. If you look at, you know, the millions of travelers that we are supporting pre-COVID in terms of making sure that they have safe and secure flights. If you look at, you know, border security, it's it's a huge mission, you know, supporting the great officers and agents that we have today. They need the best technology that we can provide them to provide the most efficient and effective use of their resources and time. So Big mission, incredibly important to our nation, important to the level of national security, I think. And I'm really proud to be a part of the overall mission of CBP. So Ed,
0: John gave a great general overview of computing on the edge. How does edge computing actually change the mission of your core data centers? And how does it change the way your organization views IT responsibility of the enterprise data management and engineering directorate in the field?
1: That's a great question. We see edge computing as a new frontier being enabled by hyperconnectivity, which allows us incredible levels of improving our resiliency, making sure that we can meet mission and push those capabilities that are needed by those officers and agents closer to them, which enhances their agility and ability, and making newer technologies like AI, Internet of Things, mobile data, a reality for those officers and agents that need them. So it's really a game changer. When you start to think about it in terms of instead of worrying about latency and the dire need for bandwidth as edge computing and 5G become more available, things like enhanced mobile broadband, as an example, or ultra reliability, low latency communications are really going to change how we do business by making us change our architectures as well. And, you know, there's two kind of perspectives. One's cloud out where you have rich cloud edge interactions, broad purpose capabilities, native cloud apps, things like that, but all relies on a a cloud connection. Then you've got from that other perspective, what's called Edge In, which starts to look at digital ecosystems on the edge, pushing that data and processing maybe even closer to the end user. Edge native apps, you know. How do you become resilient if you're disconnected from the cloud, right? What can you do locally? How can you be more portable and distributed in your computing sort of model? So this actually turns out to us to equate to a couple things, right? faster delivery for our customers, much faster than traditional communications. Hopefully cost efficiencies because edge computing will be able to uh, to actually drive more data to the end user. Focus has to be also on security, making sure that we're able to secure that data that's out near the edge. Also enhanced capabilities, you know, machine learning, AI, and also changing how we start to think about our hybrid cloud model, which is one of those things I've worked on for quite a bit in terms of our cloud approach. But pushing to the edge, accelerating our mobile computing capability will change how we see life at our data centers. You know, in my mind's eye, I'm pushing to get rid of my day job, which is data center operations and move it to mainly cloud, but then to edge as well. I mean, you'll see that we've started to do some of this in our organization as well. We've actually stood up a cloud COE led by Mr. Mark James, who will also start to address the requirements of edge computing in the future. I mean, we're definitely at the infancy and and have some nation capabilities, but there's a lot of growth in this area. And I think it's a, a growth that's going to deliver much better, much faster capability to those officers and agents in the field. So, John, what has changed
0: about technology in the past couple of years that makes computing at the edge more practical or productive, and what's required to make it work effectively?
2: You know, one is, and and I'll probably say the same thing again five years from now, but, you know, it's a thousand X more data and a thousand X more users out there than there were, you know, a few years ago. The other capability is just, you know, Moore's law. You're you're seeing machines and processors and GPUs just more and more powerful. The amount of compute that you can do in a smaller device in the capability of AI algorithms, et cetera, make that capability actually doable, right? You, You had to have a maybe a rack of computers To do something like that before, and now a single machine with the right amount of processing power could do that kind of work. And then another one is uh, we're seeing a lot of government agencies. One thing we're really helping with is around like app rationalization. What that means to me is what workloads make sense where and on what devices. Certain things are absolutely going to make sense in the public cloud. Certain workloads are going to make sense in the on-prem cloud. And, you know, maybe they go burst back and forth and create a hybrid. But the point of this conversation and what we're seeing is that more and more workloads as, as the capabilities grow on these machines locally will go to the edge. So it's figuring out what workloads make sense in the right places on the right capability compute process at the time.
0: Ed, I'd like to ask, has putting more compute power at the edge added complexity or required broader infrastructure or security upgrades to your environment? And if so, how?
1: Well, what an appropriate question, because the answer is definitely, definitely yes. You know, even just the cloud itself. I mean, one of the things that we found that we've had to do is we build a dual home redundant and resilient network by standing up our ICPs east and west. A lot of great work there done by the Customs and Border Protection Team, because once we found that, you know, that resiliency is really, really important from the perspective of if a region goes down or if there's a power or a crisis of any kind you've got to be able to continue to function. So as we're talking about edge computing as well, the same thing is true, right? You've got to be able to access your data, access your applications. And hopefully as we move forward with edge computing, especially with things like 5G, you'll have many more connection points to be able to access and allow you to get to, you know, that enhanced mobile broadband or ultra reliable or latency comms. So very important to us. And from the security perspective, devices all over the place these days talk to each other. So, you know, we are pursuing Kick 3.0, trying to ensure that we can secure our networks. We're looking at identity and access management and trying to make sure that we shore up any holes from that perspective, having identity linked all the way down to the data layer, if you will. And things like zero trust architecture, right? Making sure that everything that's talking to each other should be talking to each other and nothing else. So that becomes critical for us I really see a bright future but there is a lot of hard work and engineering and innovation that's required to bring all of this to reality so you asked about you know added complexity absolutely but I think the complexity with the right engineering the right thoughts in terms of architectures that complexity can be really hidden if you will and our customers realize the value of what they're getting. And that's what's really about So the hard work done up front turns into real value to those officers and agents um, in the field, what we call our trusted partners at CBP.
0: Let me also ask, what advantages do you see from moving compute closer to the edge?
1: Well, critically, uh, things such as getting capability faster to our customers. I mean, that is the the number one thing and making sure that capability is secure. I mean, I get asked questions all the time about the business part of this. The way I look at it, my first responsibility is to make sure that we deliver capability that what I call on time, on target to where it needs to be. And the second thing is, you know, our fiduciary responsibility with respect to making sure we make the right business decisions. But literally the drivers are pushing out capability to those officers and agents, and then making sure that we've got the right security and the right business model. But we see this in terms of our SecDevOps approach with our continuous integration and continuous deployment pipelines, where we're you know able to modify code, update applications really quickly. You know We've gone from things where it used to take us months down to where it takes us days to make changes or less, maybe even hours in some cases. So that translates into real capability that officer agent doesn't have to wait for. And I think that's pretty important, especially when you're looking at safety, security, and being able to effectively achieve a mission.
0: Finally, gentlemen, what advice would you offer federal agencies when it comes to building out their edge compute capabilities? Ed, maybe you could take that one first
1: again great question i think one of the most important things to consider is where do you want to go right what do you want to be what is your end state and for us that was developing an enterprise cloud strategy that you know that used agile governance that looks at how we come up with our hybrid model what does our network laydown look like all these things are really really critical in terms of moving to the edge right and knowing what your requirements are who your customers are and how you support them becomes something you really can't not look at prior to designing or moving to the edge, having to understand what your throughput looks like, what your bandwidth challenges and knowing what capabilities in terms of the right sizing of applications, you know, where do you put your data? So that whole architecture piece, your strategy and knowing those use cases in terms of what needs to be where and when to deliver the most effective capability, the most secure capability at the best price. I think that's the advice that I would give to anyone looking to push to cloud and or edge computing.
0: And John, any additional recommendations?
2: The biggest one is it's not going away. According to Gartner, around 75% of all enterprise-generated data globally will be created or processed outside of traditional data centers or cloud by 2025. So Ed nailed it. You got to plan for it. And then when transforming infrastructure, agencies need to look at all their workloads, applications, and use cases, which need to include those at the edge. And they need to consider how these workloads will impact the citizen and the warfighter. And then security can't be an afterthought. It's gotta be something that is figured out up front before any solution that's gonna touch the network goes in. And then Ed said it also is just look at the bottom line. What workload is gonna make what sense in what area, whether that's egress or cost and getting things in and out, or do you need just quicker, more productive, you know, capability that can only be accomplished by the edge. So.
0: Well, gentlemen, I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today. Dr. Ed Mays and John Garrett, thanks so much for joining us and sharing your insights on computing at the edge.
1: Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having us, Wyatt.
0: And thanks as well to Dell Technologies for underwriting today's episode. Look for more from our series on IT modernization in government on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.